do you have any uh, opinions, Darcy, for the listeners to take completely in context? I guess, yeah. Okay. We hate Hamas. Mm. Hamas take it up the shitter. Wow. Hamas watches granny porn. Hmm. Well, strong words, but you heard him. A modest house, a picket fence, a couple kids, some common sense, a job to pay your mortgage or your rent. And all these goals are understood, but misery is a public good, so come and feed your sorrows till you're spent. Well, just to come, the captain said, the iceberg's only dead ahead, the men will keep the engines fed, I have a deal with God. We're at the end of history, there ain't a hope for you or me, when workers philanthropically believe in the economy. But what a feast for tired eyes, the poison earth, the boiling skies, everyone their own despise, remember when the world was wise, we know, no, 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 no. Welcome to Weakness for Bleakness, your week in the bleak. I am Darcy Moran, <laughs> chuckling to my left is... Kieran Stevenson, as always. And today we're going to be having fun <coughs> discussing the always safe topic of Israeli foreign and what do you call it? Occupational policy. Occupational yeah. health and safety. <laughs> hey! There we have it. Yes, a great topic. Uh, what you would have heard in the middle of Darcy speaking there was the first of doubtless many coughs. I am uh, sick presently. Or nearly not sick, but sick. On the plus side, my radio voice is outstanding. Husky and soft. Mm. You're sick, Robin's sick. My girlfriend has glands the size of oranges. So between yeah. you and her and everyone else, I've fucking Yeah, mine too. Today. That's the reason that I'm sick. I took so many precautions to keep myself safe. And then on the last day, I got sick. And I thought it was like a two-day thing. It was extremely mild. And I was like, yes. Aha, I am healthy after all. And that was what the germs needed to hear to really fucking rally and kick me in the ass. Anyway, uh, this is tedious. Uh, (laughs) We're not bringing Mads' immune system into weakness for bleakness. It has no place It's too bleak even for us. Um, What's your first headline? First headline. Being cognizant of the uh, current political climate, Alaska Airlines moved quickly to sack a steward who claimed that she had been sexually assaulted by an aircraft captain. That's a pro move. first officer. Officer? (laughs) Oppapa. Oppapa. That's the sort of, like, public relations management that you only get from the elites in the aircraft business, airline business. Well, relative to Alaska Airlines, certainly. (laughs) I guess, yeah, like yeomanry, if not uh, true gentry. So what the fuck happened here? So this uh, this young woman Ashley uh, Geoffrey or Jeffrey, yep, it could go a few ways. That surname uh, has accused this airline of sacking her, uh, quote unquote, retaliationally in retaliation. Ah, I'm not doing well with words today. I think I might be tired after (laughs) after reporting the assault. Um, So this happened in Florida, allegedly. And oh, even course. Fox News are, uh, are giving her credence. I've got this story from news.com.au. Mm. And oh, Fox News is giving her credence because the first officer who engaged in the assault corroborated her story. Okay. Well, yeah, you'd have to be even dumber than Fox News not to come down on her <laughs> you'd side You'd have to then. be as dumb as Alaskan Airlines, apparently. Mm. The company uh, previously without any publicity who... <laughs> 
will soon be wishing it had stayed that way. (laughs) This is the first time that I've heard of them. I'm confident that barring any future, like, shit moves, it's probably the last as well. I I think it's significant that this happened in Florida. I feel like Alaska (laughs) Airlines... Basically just ships rich, cold people down to Florida for a few days. Yeah, yeah. And gets to draw- their circulation <clears throat> going again and then takes them back home. To, to draw such a, like, clear conceptual and geographic line between the two assholes of the United States is, like, kind of beautiful <laughs> in a bad way. Oh, that's wonderful. I hadn't thought of that. Mm. Well spotted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd been with the company for three years. Um, as well. So it's, it's, she was looking to build a career with them and, uh, I've haven't been able to find anything that suggests that she'd been any sort of disruptive influence on the workplace previously. She seemed like a pretty star employee. Well, yeah, that's not even going to be the sort of thing that they take up. If it's like, let's make this problem go away. They're not going to be like, plus also, you know, she's difficult to work with. It's just, it's fucking mind-boggling, really, in the current climate that a company would make this move, they would throw in with rape, which is essentially what the the movement, like the Me Too movement and the debate is kind of here now. Like, how do we collectively feel about rape? Yeah. And once again, the world is pleasantly surprising me a little bit in that people are broadly saying, okay, well, it's obvious that we've been doing a lot of rapes <laughs> and we should be doing significantly less, preferably none. In fairness, like, it did require the situation to become actually impossible to continue to ignore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not giving but, too much yeah, credit. That's Once it reached that critical mass, we did at least agree that it should stop. Yeah, and we've, you know, followed through on that Broadly, I mean, there are finer points to the whole debate or whatever if if people feel like engaging in them. But the point is that we're consistently now saying rape is bad. And at the height of that fucking really simple moral position to take for Alaska Airlines to then be like, except in this instance, because presumably it's more costly to lose a pilot than a than an air. I well, yeah, presumably. But in the age of social media... Mm. Like, you know, granted, 30 years ago, you could have just... And I'm sure every week, at least, a major firm was firing a woman for saying something she shouldn't have. almost certainly. Um, And that was a really safe move. But if if Bill O'Reilly can be taken down at Fox (laughs) News, you know, if the... What was it? um, Bill Cosby can be taken down. If... We're, we're, we're not living in an... In- Harvey Weinstein, yeah, the most powerful media magnate. Maybe they thought that because most of these people are kind of like Hollywood uh, glitterati or whatever, and then Bill O'Reilly isn't, but he's like related to media, and well, no, Bill Ailes is related to media. To, and they stuff. like to say that they're not, but they totally are. They're yeah, in that, yeah, yeah. That yeah. So maybe Alaska Airlines thought that because they were just a cabal of rich oil men or whatever the fuck, whoever's running Alaska Airlines, that they could just get away with it in the old ways because anonymity has always been their friend. Look, it could be it could be very much that they're not used to receiving attention mm. um, and they're not used to being accountable. I understand that they have grounded the pilot, uh, which is kind uh, of somewhat amusing punishment. 
He's been yeah. grounded. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It took me way too long to catch up to that. Uh, yes. Beautiful. Um, and and he may yet be fired now because- Well, yeah, they'd be fucking stupid. done something do that's offended the moral sensibilities of fucking Fox News. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is, like, not to say the disingenuous way that they're usually no, offended. but We know about misogynistic workplaces, okay? <laughs> we know how to run a tight yeah. misogynistic shop, <laughs> and you guys are fucking dropping the ball everywhere. Maybe it's the leaks in their own t- uh, misogynistic shop that necessitates taking that position. Be like, we cannot be seen to be on the side of these guys after everything that's happened. <laughs> who knows? Oh, look, I don't... Who, who who knows? The, there's not much more to say about it, really, except mm. that just just dragging it up as an indicator that there's still a while of a way to go. Um, as we break down, I think this kind of intergenerational barrier between people who have been running companies for decades mm. and uh, and their management cultures, mm. uh, and 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 the rest of us in the real world who. Don't like don't like our rape. No, uh, served at any temperature. Yes, or altitude. Very good. What a neat little bow that altitude bit was. I like it. Uh, let's move on though. Um, my first headline. I felt like I was being a little too optimistic last week. I had some like pro Mark stuff, and you know, talking about a bit of like rah rah like potential for humans to be good closest i've seen you to happiness in the years i've known you i think this week i've gone with just pure uh capitalistic horror oh good the first a little absurd uh do millennials even eat food contradictory studies claim they're shopping for fewer groceries but also dining out less that's by darren wright for a publication called savour S-A-V-E-U-R, which is a disgusting title for your publication. I think it... Who knows what it is? But anyway, basically, the article is a little more nuanced than the headline makes it seem. But basically, yes, research is finding that millennials are eating out less and they're buying less at the grocery store. This is in the US. Uh, There's a spike in home delivery, but that industry is booming and it doesn't cover everything. And it's just the simple conclusion is that they're going to the grocery store once a week, maybe, to buy lentils, rice, uh, beans, and fucking insect protein or whatever, and just making gigantic vats of... I should be trapping cockroaches. Yeah, yeah, we should. Basically little lobsters, yeah. Essentially, yeah. They call them the lobsters of the ground. (laughs) And, um... Uh, yeah, the comments for this one are pretty good. The comments section. It's just a bunch of people Whoa. being like, my food budget is $4 a day, so I can't go to even McDonald's and get- Yeah, is this, I was about to say, is this another kind of, oh, another thing millennials are killing? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Grocery shop. Because according to, you know, renowned uh, demographic expert Bernard Salt, mm. Uh, we're spending too much money on uh, eating out and oh, groceries, yeah. which is which is why there's why a generational wealth gap that will yeah. never be filled, except with the blood of our because forebears. we're voraciously stripping the Florida avocado fields of it, their fucking bounty or whatever. That's, the uh, Shepparton avocado. Yeah, field. I don't know where they grow avocado fields here, so I just went with the one place <laughs> that I'm pretty sure they grow avocados. I don't know Tom Selleck's house. Um, he has avocado trees. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep getting blamed for this shit. This is a little bit talking about... It makes sense, because I think uh, 
I have one friend in my age bracket who is kind of financially prosperous, mm. which is Murray. Yeah. Who... Good old Murray. We will need an attorney at some point if this show <laughs> takes off, so... <laughs> he may prove to don't be say, a valuable Don't asset. say anything unpleasant about Murray. No, I love Murray. But I would say he, he's doing all right through, yeah. like, working really, really, really belligerently hard yeah. and, and fighting in his way into that position. Yeah. But... Well, his is a, a combination of uh, privilege and hard work. Like, yeah, he, yeah, but he hasn't walked. He into wasn't it like privileged a politician's that he son. Was you know, but yeah, he had to kick his way in still. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the point is, I know I know a wealthy person from yeah. my bracket, mm. and we are all. Most of my friends are still uh, people who did grow up in relatively affluent backgrounds. Went yeah. to good schools, went to good universities, and have got jobs, and mm-hmm. we are all still broke. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know a couple of people who are doing well, but like, I mean, it's a it's a variety of reasons. I don't think any of them have a hundred percent pulled them up, pulled themselves into that position through hard work and grift. Uh, although they generally do work hard, but yeah, yeah, the, a huge number of my friends who should by all rights be spoiled rich boys. Uh, yeah, just being like, well, you know, I didn't run the heating this year. It's a good thing that I'm not old enough for that to kill me, so... Yeah, I mean, our our heater has been neglected for so long. Mm. I tried to turn it on a couple of weeks ago, and it just doesn't work. It just it can't turn on. Yeah. <laughs> I think this year... Fallen apart from lack of use. <laughs> <laughs> I think this year is the first year that I've started making, like, normal money. I'm not making a lot of money, but I'm making more money than I used to. And, yeah, uh, like a... A, like a, a living wage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sort of a low regular wage or whatever. And uh, I, like my parents had a few fucking kids at my age yeah. and a house and shit like that. Kieran's from a Catholic family. That's true. Although uh, mum hates that inference and she <laughs> swears that it, they're not related. Totally related. I don't know. Who's to say? Let's move on. I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> What's your next headline, Darcy? My next headline is um, even rapier than the first one. Oh my god! The cult, the so-called cult family—that's not their their actual name, mm. but to protect uh, the children, they've been dubbed the cult family. It's a terrible sitcom. Uh, uh, currently, it would have been a bloody atrocious sitcom. I don't mm. e- even Ricky Gervais wouldn't touch it. <laughs> yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen wouldn't touch it hey, because yeah. this is about a four generations incest cult that was uncovered in New South Wales. Mm. Uh, they're currently uh, eight of the adults uh, from the family are currently facing charges in a in a New South Welsh uh, court of law. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of them have been picked up in South Australia. Some of them have been picked up in West Australia. So they, they scattered, basically, and they're now being gradually brought to justice because they yeah. kind of stick out. Yeah. They're not, you know, they struggle to blend in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, the benefit is that you can just use the one uh, police sketch for every single member of the family, right? But this is basically, yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is the Hills Have Eyes. Like, yeah. This, uh, these poor kids were raised in a genuine Hills Have Eyes environment uh, in outside small town uh, New South Wales. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. 
it is fucking crazy. And some of the adults from the family are now being charged for it. But the ethical question is, and the legal question is, mm. what responsibility these uh, these people have it will be. I imagine it will turn out to be uh, determined that there are varying gradations of responsibility. Mm-hmm. But even if you're an adult, if you have been raised outside of society in the strict confines of an incestuous cult, yeah, do you bear a criminal responsibility for your participation in that? Yeah, it's or- an interesting philosophical question. It is, it is. Because, um, you know, like, no sympathy for the people who started this bullshit, but for those who mm. were born into it... Yeah, and have um, no only known this kind of social life, this kind of family environment, uh, as horrible as their actions were. Yeah, I mean, I think the logical, like the easy answer, if you analyze it from a dispassionate perspective, is no, they're not responsible because that's the the scenario in which they were raised. Any more than like when we look back at the Middle Ages and we're like, well, you know, yeah, these people were like fucking grubby and ignorant or whatever and rapacious or, like, violent or what have you, but we accept it as being the appropriate way to be given the context that they exist in, and I think the same applies here. The problem is that that's an extremely tricky point to then pull off in a social and legal context. Yeah. uh, What do you do with them? What do you do with them? I mean, clearly they, uh, they, they... Will need to undergo some sort of special treatment for the rest of their lives. The children, yeah. especially, are physically mutated in some cases. Yeah, not tentacles, um, but you know, Damn it. like genuinely suffering genetically from uh, from the incest. Yeah, they've uh, low social and academic intelligence. Yeah, they won't be able to just wander about. Like they'll need mm. special care for the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just a tragedy on all fronts. It's a, it's a, it is a unmitigated tragedy. The only mm. positive is that someone figured out what was happening and yeah. called. And in a rare win for the police, oh, good, the police <laughs> turned up <laughs> in one of the very small <laughs> handfuls of situations. Mm. Where it's like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what you're for. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. The thought of somebody hearing those sirens and their th- stomach not leaping into their throat. Just being like, oh yes! Exactly what the doctor ordered. Thank god. Um, Man, poor fucking people. There's not a lot to like go into and break down with this, because it's, mm. it's so... Uh, the authorities have done a pretty... And again, in this case, I think a reasonable job. I'm not usually one for details being uh, contained but in mm. this case i think it's quite good the authorities have limited uh the press to specifics yeah because people are fucking idiots people and they are cannot be trusted absolute idiots and the first priority is to protect these uh these children basically and yeah. try to get them as far away from their childhood as, as possible, as, as rapidly as possible. Yeah. Um, so we can't know who they were. We can't know too much about what was actually going mm. on. I can't wait for the <clears throat> dueling current affair and Today Tonight exposés and then the deep, uh, like, 60-minute style kind of very stoic, almost crime fiction style thing, and then inevitably the sort of direct-to-TV shithouse desaturated... <laughs> 
three-part miniseries that we get out of this. Yeah. And then the Four Corners investigation on how every single suburban street actually contains a house where this is happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it's just fucking, yeah, 60% of people, some bewildering statistic that you're like, I cannot believe it. I have a very low opinion of the world, but I genuinely cannot believe it. How do you keep surprising me, humanity? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, so that's it. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see how the trials turn out. Basically, yeah, good. Looking forward to it. It's the hit attraction of the summer. It's not summer. Was I'm six, fucking loopy on illness. Apologies. Was six years ago, they tumbled this as well. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah, times legal flying. shit takes uh, a really long time. Oh yeah, don't get me started. Fuck being stuck in it. That would suck. <laughs> um, all right, let's continue a pace uh i'm gonna cheer things up a little bit um this headline comes from dallas news it's another piece of u.s uh interest frisco hospice exec admits overdosing patients to hasten their deaths and make more money this is uh article is by jennifer emily for dallas news so basically this woman melanie murphy who worked for a hospice uh has testified that the owner of the hospice instructed her to instruct uh, doctors to increase the dosage of uh, heavy painkillers that patients were getting if they were sort of exceeding the amount of time that they were allowed to stay at this hospice and that they did a bunch of other fraud and shit. But basically, in the interests of getting these people fucking out of the door so that they could get more sickies in to make money off them, this guy, Bradley Harris... Uh, ordered that they be fucking overdosed with morphine so that they could kill, uh, so that they could die and be out of his hair. And allegedly there was a text that he sent to her uh, that said, like, I need you to make this patient go bye-bye, which is about as fucking, like, hack writer making a sinister uh, capitalist figure as you can get. Yeah, Jesus. So presumably the internal monologue is, well, mm. it's not a hospital, it's a hospice. These people are going to die anyway. I'm yeah. not really doing anything wrong. No. Except that everyone's people. always going to die anyway. You, yeah. Doesn't mean you can murder people. No, no, no. That's <laughs> never been successfully used in a court of law as a defense. Well, if you think about the inevitability of the grim fate which awaits us all... Yeah, I, I posit a material and a spiritual universe <laughs> in which there are ultimately no consequences for any motion or behavior. <laughs> I cite uh, Article One: Thus spake Zarathustra, Book One, Chapter One. Zarathustra was in his cave with his snake and his bird. Sir, uh, that's you are not, not a lion. I am a lion. <laughs> that's not what Nietzsche meant, apparently. Um, that's, uh, do you know what though? Mm. As disgusted as I am, I'm not massively surprised. No, well, this is just fucking, this is what the U S does best is puts out tiny little articles from various parts, like from sort of across the Southern belt, uh, of just like there, there was one other one that I read from last year that was like a private prison was threatening to close down its, uh, its operation unless government agreed to fill more beds in the prison uh, well, this- that sounds like actually government policies were working well in that area. Then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? it's such a difficult one to unpick. Whenever you have these things run for profit, you inevitably get fucking grifters in those positions. We don't have 
an effective or humane way to filter fucking grifters out. They're exceptionally good. But we have a we have a way of not encouraging them. Yeah, we have regulations to stop them from grifting, but we can't filter them out of society. You were never going to get a sound person turning up to run a for 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 profit hospice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hospice. yeah, That's exactly. That's only so going to attract a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, precisely. So you don't have for-profit hospices and fucking prisons and I Don't take that tone with me, and- Kieran. I don't have any for-profit hospitals. <laughs> I, I apologise. I'm hallucinating that you are uh, I wish I modern did. society. <laughs> yeah, we would be fucking millionaires. If only we could get our hands on some of that death money. This kind of reminds me of the kids for cash disaster they had mm. was it what four three or four years ago i couldn't tell you but, um yeah. where an american judge he's in prison now he mm. was sentenced to 28 years in prison mm. uh was was literally sentencing children to jail terms in exchange for financial kickbacks from the prison yeah 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 there's there's a bunch of cases i went down a fucking private prison rabbit hole about like i don't know seven years ago or something just reading constantly for about two months this was probably contributing quite heavily to my eventual radicalization but there are so (laughs) many cases like that there was a case where the judge and the prosecutor cut a deal to help each other's quotas uh and then the prosecutor paid off no he got uh some dude who was a friend of his to do the coroner's report uh, this guy was not adequately qualified. He was caught on camera using a set of teeth, false teeth, to put bite wounds in the corpse of the victim to frame this dude who went to prison. And the judge ruled that video inadmissible as evidence. Wow. So, so this is the why, sent- basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fucking... If you look into it, there's... Dozens and dozens and dozens of these fucking hectic, corrupt cases. D- David that- Simon's actually the most unimaginative writer in human <laughs> history. He's literally just wan- wandered around with a secret camera on his lapel. Yeah, he didn't know that he was making a camera, uh, a crime story or anything. He just was like, I'm just going to write about Baltimore. And it's just fucking, oh, what do you know? It's all about crime and corruption. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, fucking the US bums me out badly if you yeah. want to see the the real the real horrors of late stage capitalism that's where you go to and like rampant deregulation oh yeah oh and and you know we're, we're gonna see it's gonna be interesting because it's mm. gonna hit the uk in 18 months yeah they're doing their little free trade deal with the us and some yeah. details have leaked and it oh, looks like right. britain is going to get exactly the same sort of shock therapy that it once uh agitated for Russia undergoing. Oh, my God. Because America's the only country that's going to give them a free trade deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going to do Britain right up the ass with it. Oh, fucking undoubtedly. Britain is getting getting thrown around like a fucking ragdoll between, yeah. like, just niche demon groups that are just intent on making it just this soiled little fucking rag that's floating off the coast of Europe. I know, it's just... Like like finding Pandora sitting on the floor shivering <laughs> with her hands over her ears. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. The world is a shithole. It's all going down. I'm sick and I'm cross. Oh, well, that's okay. We've got some cheery news to come. Yeah, yeah. Let's go into topics because this should bring us right the fuck up. The, the always harmonious and never mm. fucking ire-inspiring topic of Israel. Yeah. What a... 
an inspirational story that a dispossessed people can go and find peaceful harmony uh, and just get on really well with all of the people in the area. Take out 2,000 years of pent-up aggression. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the death toll, obviously, we're talking about the fucking Gaza protest massacre. We are talking about the Gaza protest massacre. Yeah. yeah, well, pre-protest massacre, really. Well, yeah. it was it, like one o'clock in the morning or something, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, and the people had been killed in the week prior as well. That's so right. So it's been going on for a long time. Yeah, it's, been, death- over, it's been over 100 people since, was it January? March, I think. Yeah, yeah. Over 100 uh, and like, and 12,000 people wounded or 12,000 wounds. Well, we don't, 12, just this recent spate was between two and 3,000 wounded Palestinians. We mm-hmm. have no idea, though, how many of those are going to end up being dead Palestinians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Gaza's hospitals are fucked. They're useless. Yeah. Oh, what a what a surprise. Because it's just a slur on the medical staff, by <laughs> no. the way. Many of whom are being shot at by yeah. Israeli snipers because <laughs> among the dead There's are- also a blockade, so yeah. they don't have supplies. Their electricity is intermittent. If you get sh- mm. It's a bad place to get shot by the Israelis. Yeah, and the American-made guns, which they're carrying. Mm. Um, yeah, among the dead and wounded, there's here. like a Canadian- Sorry? I don't know why you'd bring America into this. Oh, it's just an incidental detail. I'm just trying to paint a rich <laughs> and vivid picture. Um among the dead and wounded, there's, like, a Canadian uh, medical guy that got uh, shot in the leg, and then his par- a paramedic from his team uh, who pulled him out of the fire was killed in the process. Uh, there's been... Uh, ha- how many fucking kids? Uh, seven children. One of them was eight months old. They That one died from uh, tear gas-related... Uh, shit, there have been journalists shot. 53% of the people shot have been in the head and the neck, apparently. Or 50% of the people killed, I think, were shot in the head or the neck, which is fucking way outside of even just protocol massacre rules. Like, yeah. Aim for centre mass. So it's like, it's particularly grisly. That's someone who knows what they're doing. That's yeah calculated... Just that's not self. It's not a self-defence shot, is no, what no, I'm no. saying. It's fucking ceaseless sniper fire. So... Fucking what a... Enemy at the gates. Yeah, this is kind of just inignorably... I don't know if that's a word. Uh, unignorably, inignorably. I don't think either of them are words, but I prefer inignorably. Yeah. Unignorably uh, is horrible. Yeah, it's it is. So Bad as Israel. So, <laughs> so this is sort of like disignorably uh, just <laughs> war shit, right? This isn't fucking law enforcement or protest control or anything. It is just war shit. If your first response is live ammunition, mm. then yeah, it's not law enforcement. No, that's no. that's that's um that is war, yeah. But they're trying Absolutely. to frame it as law enforcement and Yeah, they are. In in the same way that um they they always do and and that they're almost always allowed to do because there's the Hamas boogeyman. Yeah. And Hamas um is is you know, a gift to Netanyahu. He wouldn't be able to do what he does. Like they couldn't do this sort of thing mm. in the West Bank, yeah, um, because there's no Hamas in the West Bank, and the Palestinian Authority is much better at presenting itself as a modern, yeah, sort of liberal-minded organization. But that might be a bit of a chicken and egg question because it might be impossible for them to do what they're doing in the West Bank without fermenting a kind of. Yeah, well, they'd also they'd, they'd, they'd shoot their own settlers as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's uh, fuck, it's it's 
crazy the the way that they're trying to do information control and the excuses that are fucking flying around the international you've got some detail on like the australian i've got a little bit of detail in the australian response there's not much detail only because we well we didn't have a very detailed response to it Mm. um I've got a little bit from the left faction of the Labour Party, which is heartening. Yeah. I'm slightly worried that if we'd abstained, though, there wouldn't have been like a, why did we abstain kind yeah, of backlash. I mean, I mean, that's possible. Or it would have just gotten bundled into the general uh, response to people's response to this, which is what the fuck is going on. Yeah. That uh, nobody's really buying any of the government's uh, excuses for why this was like supposed to be fine or whatever. Um it kind well, of has a, like an ironic fucking echo of the appeasement shit from World War Two, right? Yeah. Well, this this look, people have been commenting for you know a few decades now. I think mm. not unjustly that there is an ironic overlap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have family in Israel. Unfortunately, some of them are on the conservative Zionist side of the argument. Yeah. Fortunately, many of them are not, mm. uh, and they're part of what is unfortunately an even less successful left movement than we have. Yeah, fucking imagine the struggle Um, that that would be. It's hard because um, their constant criticism is you're undermining the livelihoods and security of the state, which Mm. they're not. Um, They're not at all. But it's very, 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 very difficult once a security state has established itself mm. to coax people out of that way of thinking. Yeah. It really, really is, because everything they see is constantly reinforcing that securitized attitude. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And there's, like, a, a stock of kind of uh, propaganda and information control things which have now successfully gone from the government to the populace to, like, self-discipline, this idea of the self-hating Jew and the Jewish anti-Semite yeah, and stuff like that, absolutely. which has successfully um, been disseminated. Jeremy Corbyn, part of his, <laughs> well, one of Corbyn's many media fuck-ups was that anti-Semitism <laughs> thing from, yeah. what, two months ago? Mm. Um, and then he, so he said, oh, I better go and hang out with some Jewish people. And he chose the wrong kind of Jewish person, according to fucking Hadley Freeman in The Guardian, um, which was, you know, the Judas group, who were a bunch of anti-Zionist, anti-Israeli Jewish radicals. And, yeah, their positions I sympathise with in the sense that I don't like occupations of of land, but Israel's there. There's no point going, oh, it'd be so much easier if there wasn't an Israel. (laughs) Oh, yes, it would. If we, mm. if we, so many things will be so much easier. But attempting to remove Israel is going to be a humanitarian disaster as oh, well. Yeah, yeah, what we're trying to achieve is no humanitarian disasters. Not you know, just switching it up, directing them in different directions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this has been going on for a while in the West. It's been boiling up, mm. and it's what's happening in Israel since Netanyahu got into power, though has been an acceleration of this Zionist rhetoric. Yeah. Uh, In the past, Israeli governments, even under Sharon, were Mm. much more reticent about the language that was used. They used to speak in very clearly just point-blank security terminology. They never were stupid enough to bring ideology into it. 
Well, now stupid we've like got... a fox, though, because how fucking successful has that been? Well, yeah. Now you it, have Emmanuel. It turns out that America was waiting all yeah, this time. Yeah, for... and now now Macron is getting up and saying anti-Zionism is the new anti-Semitism. Yeah, and being like we stand behind you one hundred percent, Netanyahu. Like no surprise because Macron is a fucking snake, but. That has oh. been an insanely successful strategy where you would have thought it would he be. He is. Well, and, and Modi's into it as well mm. in mm-hmm. India. Although France and India and Israel do have a very long-standing little um, security pact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I mean, all of these, all of the populists, basically, mm. and, and, they're, and they're all shit populists. None of them are good <laughs> populists. All, all of Satan's populists yeah. are on this bandwagon. Mm. But in the Knesset... Um, Israel's uh, parliament, we have got coalition partners of Benjamin Netanyahu who mm. have called for the ethnic cleansing of Palestinian people. Yeah, what a surprise. And they've done it in the house, in public. Mm. Netanyahu didn't rebuke them, didn't even tell them well, to tone not. the language down. Yeah. He's said that he's not interested in a two-state solution. Yeah, yeah. And, and his dad was a fucking, like, pretty unapologetic... Uh, ethnic cleanse yeah. pro-ethnic cleansing guy right was. i think and the argument historically has always been well look what the jews went through yeah in the holocaust well that that i lost ancestors well potential ancestors yeah i lost ancestors <laughs> and tangential relatives yeah yeah, yeah. obviously not all of them because i'm here mm. in the holocaust um and it was a horrible thing but it doesn't there's, there's never been a like moral convention yeah. In the civilized world, that says you're a, you're you've got like a freebie to abuse people because you had a shitty childhood. How many yeah. judges? Well, have the whole world would be a crazy incest be... cult if that were yeah, the case. Like, right? why don't we let those kids go out and every time the a word? shit thing happens to you, you get a card that yeah. gets you off the next shit thing you do. Yeah, yeah. it would be a disaster. And um, it's like an ethnic cleansing for an ethnic cleansing leaves the whole world. Uh, clean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to talk about removing all of humanity from the face of the planet, <laughs> yeah, then, then I'm on then, board. All right, we'll sit down. Let's, talk, <laughs> let's brew up a virus. But yeah, I'm all for it. It's I only just don't creepy it's when it's specific groups. That you t- yeah, that's yeah. when it's not acceptable. Um, but but the, the the leaders of Israel at the moment have made it clear mm. that they are very interested in colonizing all Palestinian yeah. territory. Yeah, sure. And that is going to mean a lot more than, you know, 3,000 fatalities. That's There's 2 million Palestinians in Gaza to get rid of. Yeah, there's yeah. 4 million Palestinians in the West Bank that need to be got rid of. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to see it going... Like, this is a point where this escalation, this massacre, needs to be met with fucking censure or, you know, they've established a new sort of boundary that they can then continue to push. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so. no. And, and, and look, you can't hit Israel militarily because, mm. again, that's a human rights disaster. Is Like Palestine, Israel is too small a land space. You can't bomb that without slaughtering yeah. thousands of innocent people. Sure. But you can... Israel's a capitalist country. It will respond to economics. Yeah. If and also Netanyahu's if money supply is cut off... Mm. his support will go and it will fall quickly. Yeah. 
It's a little too late to take the weapons off them, but also if we could fucking stop selling them weapons, that would also be a good thing. That would be good. Stop selling them the, like, illegal weapons like white phosphorus that they just immediately turn around and dump into a city square somewhere. I forget when that happened, a while ago. Yeah, that was during the Lebanon incursion, I think. Mm. I think. It's kind of... It's difficult to keep... To to make them distinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah... there's always, always, always mentioned is the question of, well, you know, why did the Israelis do this? What were the Palestinians doing? Yeah. In this case, the answer is assembling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were literally just assembling mm-hmm. within the bounds of their own territory. Yeah. That even Israel recognises. Yep. Technically, if not in fact, but mm. in, in de jure recognises that space. They're not in a position where they can win, you know. It's like living with a a gaslighting, lunatic, abusive Mm. partner. There's no way that you can rationally talk your way out of that relationship safely. There's no way that you can rationally deal with the situation you've been put into. You have to leave. But the Palestinians can't leave. The Israelis want to take their land, but they don't want... They won't let them leave. The it is yeah just well yeah. If they left the land, it would be kind of just capitulating anyway. And obviously, they have every right to stand in their own country. Yeah, they do. I mean, protest. I would, I would fucking capitulate. You know, I, if I could get out <laughs> of that, I, w- I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's a that's... shitty fucking scrap of desert. If I've got children to raise and a wife I love, and fuck yeah. it, just just my own regard for myself and my desire for comfort. Like fucking have the. Have the Levant. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's f- fair enough. I guess. Um, but, th- but there's nowhere for them to go. There isn't even the ones who would want to. Yeah. So uh, it really is a case of just they're fucking being denied everything, and they're yeah, being denied Israelis. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been placed in a in a situation where the psychological reality is people in that situation behave irrationally and violently. Mm. And by and large, the Palestinians don't, despite all the provocation, despite the circumstances they're in. They're mostly, because they know what the massive power imbalance is, Yeah, they mostly keep their heads down. Yeah. Um, but it's full, like they are acting in a way that is like perfectly rational given the circumstances, but is easy to twist for some dipshit on imger.com to be like, well, if they just buckled down and worked hard and didn't cause issues, I'm all for peaceful protest, but when it turns violent, then I think that they should all be shot by fucking guns. Well, what these people mean is that they're all for ineffectual protest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all for protest as long as it doesn't come close to achieving any of its goals. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's just depressing. And, yeah, the response has been depressing, but there have been a couple of good responses there have uh, been a couple of good responses so <clears throat> probably like most mildly good but like uh bernie sanders came out and condemned it he did say uh oh we need to work to end the humanitarian crisis and come to a solution but i also appreciate that as a jewish politician in the usa he probably can't afford to be too much more uh uh, militant about it, although obviously I would I, like. I him think as to a be. Jewish politician in the USA, he's the only one who can push it. I'd go the other direction with you. Yeah, the, maybe, maybe you're no right. one else who's 
Well, certainly nobody else is doing it. Well, you you can't. If you're a Christian, Mm. be it Democrat or a Republican, Mm. and you directly attack Israel, you're going to just walk into an absolute media shit show. Yeah, Everyone's going to pile on you. Well, if you're yeah. a Jewish politician, you can the the same way that mm. the Republicans have their, um, you know, like that the, the, they'll get black businessmen, black law enforcement officers to come up and talk about community issues in the inner cities yeah. and stuff yeah. that white people would absolutely not be allowed to get away with. Yeah. A Jewish politician can lean into Israel a lot more. However. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, I think he should be, uh, because I don't think that people should be doing this fucking calculation, this political calculation with their shit. But Sanders is explicitly in the middle of this project of kind of preparing himself for another primary run. That's true. That's, he that's does clear. Have, he's he, been he, boning he, up on the weak spots and shit like that. And he's got the whole world to save as well. Let's Literally, let's not forget. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, there's a lot riding on this, and if he loses the Jewish primary vote to uh, one of his competitors in the Democrats, then True, he's cause fucked. He's so up like, against a very fine balance. It's a fair point. But, that's a very fair point. You know, that said, I would be much happier if he was just coming out. And he's condemning it in very strong terms. He's just saying the solution is to come to an accord, not... Yeah. Well, I know, mean, the solution fucking... is to come to an accord. It just looks like Israel's going to have to get a broken nose and a black eye before that happens. Yeah. And at the moment, everyone's too scared to touch them. Yeah, exactly. So there was, uh, there was him, and then there was uh, Gil... No, sorry. What was his name? Gino Kenny, uh, Gino. who is a Choctadola uh, for the Solidarity People Before Profit Party in uh, Dublin, who uh, gave a speech. Well, that'll get Israel's uh, attention. Saying, here's his tweet about the speech, although I watched the speech as well. In the most unparliamentary language, I have called the Israeli ambassador to Ireland a murdering bastard, not <laughs> once but twice in the doll this afternoon. P.S. I won't be withdrawing it either. And that's like, he's gone about as fucking strong as, as the, you can uh, expect. Irish parliamentarians have a proud tradition of uh, prefacing comments with the following use of unparliamentary language. <laughs> the financial crisis kicked off one of the opposition MPs. I apologise for the following use of uh, unparliamentary language, but fuck you, Deputy Star. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> You're a lying bastard, and you are the reason we are fucked as a nation. <laughs> Fucking wonderful. I love Irish politics. Speaker just says, now that was credibly unparliamentary language. <laughs> yes, it was. I apologise again. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, they should run more things. Once we, we just got to, like, fucking get that little Catholic tick out of their uh, system. and Yeah, yeah, there's a few. Then we could have a fun version of Sweden on our hands. Yeah. That. Sweden, but fun. I'd yeah. go there. Their socialists are basically what, like, the punk rock version of Jeremy Corbyn, I guess, which is to say not very punk rock because you can add a <laughs> lot of punk rock to Jeremy before he becomes the, actually punk rock. The, the, right? I guess the, the traditional kind of look is more like your, your, your industrial socialist rather than your academic socialist. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much industry there still is. And I suspect... Fuck all, I, I suspect, <laughs> yeah. In unparliamentary terms, I think that's what it is. Fuck all. Yeah, but um, 
but yeah, I, I, I think that the, there's, there's a grungier vibe to the Irish socialists. Yeah, they're, they're scra- they seem to be little scrappers. Like, even their old president was, like, the little gnome man was just kind oh, of yeah, vaguely the, the, irreverent the, and shit. I he was. He was a poet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was very cheeky, apparently. Yeah. He used, used to enjoy leaving other world leaders in a slight... Did he just insult? me i don't don't think so but he he was very nice he can't have been (laughs) he definitely was you dickhead um so Uh, anyway yeah the international response has been it's been better than usual though it has been better than usual i will say people on the ground have been responding and i think what's been happening with with the whole muslim thing Mm. because the Muslim thing's a big factor in this. Mm. If the Palestinians had happened to be Buddhists or Christians or Hindus, Mm. um, there was no way the West would be so fucking oblivious about what's going on. Oh, no, fucking Peter Dutton would be driving down there himself to rescue the poor babies. God, like, let's get this, has got to be said. Jews are only popular relative to Muslims. <laughs> no other group that they'd yeah. be allowed to treat like this. <laughs> yeah, that's basically true. Um, Maybe atheists. You got oh, you got yeah. like what Muslim? So Jew, Muslim, atheist in a descending order. Yeah, in terms of like how much people are going to believe the persecution. But um, what's starting to happen? I think with a lot of people around the world is genuine Muslim fatigue. Like mm. I think the People have passed the apex of yeah. how xenophobic we were capable of being regarding Muslims. I think you're right. I think it's going to slant to something else. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, that wasn't supposed to be a euphemistic And word, And the storm's like, not over for Muslims. Like, there's, there's far from it. There's going to be generations of injustice ahead of them. Yeah, but it's just not, like, cool in the way it was very no. recently. To, now the only people holding on to that shit are, like actual right-wing It's mostly people, people who and, hated just all foreigners anyway. Yeah, and, yeah. like, Bill Maher, and pe- who's also defended Israel on this, like, the increasingly oh, yeah, Bill Maher, and the- brain-damaged Bill Maher. Yeah, he's weird as fuck, isn't he? Yeah, it turns out that when to you- to look a lot like a stoat as well. Yeah, it turns out that when you crawl up, like, right up inside your own asshole, it becomes quite difficult to see things clearly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fair that's a fair comment. I can see I can see that's that's largely his problem. I think a lot of the guests he had on the show made it quite easy for him to feel like the smartest guy in the room as well. Yeah, well, it's just because there was a point in time, like during the Bush era or whatever, he could get away with being smug because, like, his smugness was uh, derived from the idea that he probably was seeing things more clearly than the pe- the other people in the room. Yeah, but he's mistaken that for like a central part of his being. So now when he's saying that, like, people can't see what a, a, a problem Islam is for the world or whatever, he thinks he's being the, like, clear-eyed free thinker. Yeah, it's not a cutting-edge position, you know? No. Um, and in fact, given the most kind of articulate um, denouncer of religious cruelty, the, the, the late, sometimes great, sometimes appalling Christopher Hitchens has mm. sadly... In the bar in the sky. Yeah. Um, No one's really been able to put forward any kind of, you know, new, fresh justification for what the... We we all know what the problems are. Mm. And and by and large, 
we're we're coming to terms with the fact that uh, it's 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 irrelevant in the case of most Muslims who are no more Muslim than most Christians are Christian. Yeah, uh, which is to say, barely. You yeah, know, it's just a it's just a cultural legacy that they yeah, yeah tend yeah. to occasionally. Yeah, it's fine, man. I don't. So I, I think partly anyway. My my point was mm. partly as the world begins to recover from this great mm. Muslim fear, yeah. um, Israel's actions are coming in for more scrutiny because people are starting to see the Palestinians more and more as if they're some sort of human race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The poor fucking fools. Um, so let's get, hit me with some details on this Australian response. Right. It's fucking So shit. Australia could have abstained um, mm-hmm. as most of the... Uh, na- most of the nations who didn't want any part of this awkward situation just backed out of it yeah well, there were 14 abstentions i think 14 and, like, which the is UK the usual yeah, uk germany, germany japan just the countries that always fucking abstain from everything yeah 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 because they're only interested in commerce <laughs> yeah um to put it politely but great two, commercial nations yeah but two nays two nays two uh brave eagles or one mm. eagle and one uh, clipped winged rooster <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Australia and America Mm. uh, decided that they had to vote against this. Now, in America's case, uh, that's pretty clear. It's because you've got a a huge uh, funding and voting base of evangelical Christians that you've got to keep sweet. You can't vote against the person that you're currently fucking. Also that. I mean, you know, if you're clever, you can. Mm. But, um, But... the, the Republicans aren't clever. <laughs> Obama, like, could have got away with it. He had that he the suavity have, to... Um, well, he like, fucking hated Netanyahu as well. Those t- there was no love lost between those two. That was only hate sex they yeah. were having. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. <laughs> he definitely could have pulled it Netanyahu's off. I just don't believe definite it. definite racial thing would have come into it at some point. Oh, my but, God. But um, yeah. we'll leave How that out. We'll leave that out. That'd be awkward. Yes, I'm getting distracted by the yeah. metaphor. Please <laughs> bring me back on track. <laughs> so we voted so no. So I can see why the Americans voted no. This is a huge... The evangelical movement in America is wildly pro-Israel. Mm-hmm. Wildly because they think that Israel is going to trigger the, Rev- the Book of Revelations yeah. with the cogwheels with eyes on them and fucking... Or at the very least, get the Jews out of the US media f- and back over into Israel. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They they like Jews, these evangelical Christians, uh, because yes. they're tools of the Lord's thing. Oh, of course, yeah. And the trumpets will sound and you'll have to spare the wheat or something. The fourth riders gets instructions. The other ones just have grief to cause. But the fourth <laughs> one, it's like, spare the oil and the wheat. We'll need those for after the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they're very much looking forward to that. Mm. And I guess it would be a surreal show. Um, yeah. So America's got to support got to support Israel. Australia, though, mm. absolutely could have just abstained. There's no massive... Yeah. M- most of the Jewish people in Australia are perfectly happy with Australia not enthusiastically supporting Israel. Mm. I think, you know... They'd, they'd be concerned if Australia appeared to be rabidly anti-Israel. Yeah. But I don't, we don't need to make bellicose shows of support to please the Jews. The Christians here mm. don't care. Um, I mean, it's worth... <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Fuck me. It's worth remembering that this is like a vote on an Israeli-led investigation. An independent investigation. 
Um, but, but yeah, oh, it would be okay. it would have Israeli involvement though. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like not because even it would the be craziest Israeli jurisdiction. Thing. So the Israelis would have to have a supervisory role. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was only an investigation. There was no yeah. talk of sanctions or although maybe after the massive like bank inquest cock up, the government was just, <laughs> just not willing to take that chance. Just re- reflexively says no to any no kind inquest. of inquest. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these silly old Tories. Um, mm. th- that could be it. Most of the countries that uh, back the bill, most most of the countries on the Human Rights Council mm. are obviously a mockery of the concept of human rights. Mm. Um, and the fact that the Human Rights Council thinks something is a good idea does not necessarily mean that it is, mm. because most of these people are there to essentially, I guess, cover up their own crimes. Yeah. But <laughs> the fact is that, you know, that's an ob- ad hominem objection. Objectively, case-by-case mm. case basis, this was an instance which definitely, definitely could benefit from an inquiry. The yeah. official reasons we've given for, uh, for, for, for voting no mm. are that no reference was made to Hamas, we hate Hamas, Hamas take it up the shitter, mm. Hamas watches granny porn and mm. you know i confuse them with popular spreads yeah. and i makes me angry it was all just it was it was like the wording's bad the yeah. israelis probably didn't do anything wrong anyway and the wording implies that they might have done something wrong and you didn't say anything about hamas why don't you say anything about hamas well hamas didn't kill anyone mm. literally no one not a single israeli soldier was bruised even one was injured, and oh, it was listed as a minor injury, the- and it's probably because he got his fucking finger skin pinched in the trigger of his gun or say, something. You know, like yeah. The kickback got him in the ribs or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like maybe he got beamed by a rock, which fucking I would have gladly thrown myself. So, what the fucking yeah yeah yeah? What have Hamas done in this case to be inciting violence? Yeah. Is the argument but inciting? They didn't even. There wasn't violence. Yeah. There was a peaceful protest which they have every year mm. on the anniversary of what they call the disaster for some strange reason <laughs> um, yeah. so the the authorities in israel knew this was coming yeah they knew that the jerusalem move would cause an yep. outcry in the yeah. palestinian communities of course um so they had plenty of time to be prepared for it and they were they, and put they were a bunch they of were fucking snipers on the ridge and yeah. they they went to town. Made sure they had enough ammunition. Well, like the bullets were going to go off, you know. Mm. So you yeah, like, you got to get them out, or else the budget copper just gets cut the next year. That's so you it. Use all yeah, of your yeah. rounds. We've got to. We've got, to. We've got fifteen thousand rounds to get through. People, the Israeli army suffering budget cuts. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Anthony Albanese has demanded a, a, an explanation as to why we voted no. He doesn't. He doesn't buy the line that yeah. the. Um, the wording was, you know, so poor as to undercut the necessity of a fucking investigation. Even yeah. if you allow, if you concede Julie Bishop's point <coughs> that the wording wasn't good enough, it's sort of like, yeah, well, we can revise that later. Yeah, we can still have an investigation. Listen, if Hamas That's more was, important, if Hamas was sending ghosts out to possess Israeli snipers to shoot Palestinian children. Then and the investigation oh. finds that out. They're not going to check the fucking wording of the UN proposal <laughs> well, and be yeah. like, "Oh, they didn't say 
No, it's Hamas an investigation. Investigations parameters change all the time once they're underway. It's yeah, just a launching point. Because you point. find things out. It's the whole point. Yeah. It's, yeah. What? Fucking absurd. Good and, on and, and, Anthony. And assuming that the Israelis were found to be culpable, mm. realistically, nothing's going to fucking happen to them anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got such just, a long way to go. It would just be kind of nice for something at some point to turn up that says raw deal for Palestine, you know. Yeah. I mean, what, there was already... some sort of official sanction. Wasn't there a a fucking finding from some group in... uh, I forget when, uh, because I'm perpetually uninformed, but essentially a UN group group that... Like a UN uh, uh, fucking instigated investigation that came out with the conclusion that uh, essentially Israel was an apartheid state, but the publication of the paper was quashed. Uh, uh, I've heard rumours of this. Now I might actually just be repeating fucking, like, stormfront propaganda Possibly internet loonbaggery. However, yeah. um, so Israel proper mm. is not an apartheid state. Mm. The actual, like, you know, recognised borders Israel is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but occupied Palestine mm. uh, in the sense of the West Bank mm. uh, is absolutely mm. an apartheid state. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm not fucking bound up in that delineation. I just wanted to say, like, uh, no, but it, it would be it, good to a, get... It's a fair mm, point. I don't know yeah. if there's been a proper report on that. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely... Uh, as soon as you're into what is supposed to be Palestinian territory, mm. you rapidly find that little of it is controlled by the Palestinian Authority. Most of the West Bank is controlled by Israeli settlers. They have their own security yeah. and their own... Um, justice essentially mm. so so in that sense the palestinians can't vote and it's awful yeah yeah, yeah. that's an apartheid state and the Pal- the people who say oh no israel's not an apartheid state that'd be stupid have you seen the constitution uh, have you read a book like yeah you're talking yeah. about the rec- legally recognized bit of israel not the other 50 percent of its territory yeah, yeah which yeah. is occupied and the legally recognized bit still has problems of like yeah, it's uh, got a couple access of, problems. of education for palestinians living within Israel oh yeah, shit like that. But that's but, not yes, formal apartheid. No, 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 that's no. that's just garden variety racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is a, a little bit of a diversion. So our mate. Oh yes, Anthony Albo. Is- so he's he's um, once again demonstrated that he's a far better choice for Labour Party leader than mm-hmm. Bill Shorten by leading a vigorous attack on the uh, cowardly and inhumane stance our government's taken. Yeah. And basically, but but all that he's had to do is essentially demand an explanation. Yeah, because easiest the, job. There's in the not world. much you have to say. It's just other than have the courage yeah. to be. I'm a prominent member of the community, and I think this is bullshit. Yeah. Which apparently very few of them uh, do have the wherewithal to scrape together. Yeah, and with so many people fucking dead and injured, you would think it would be extremely easy for at least some of them to come down on that line. Oh, on that God. side of the argument, but absolutely. But even the rest of the left of the party is pretty quiet on it. He's the only one. Yeah, which is interesting. and I, I think I mean, Penny Wong um, had something to say about it as well. But I can't mm. find her statement. I heard her name mentioned favorably. Yeah, uh, in connection with it. That's good. It's always good when Penny Wong is allowed to. Uh, sort of speak for herself or be in a position of uh, authority to speak and not have to do fucking party lion horse shit. I wish she so she'd often gets pulled into get out of the Senate and like 
get into the actual into filth, the rips, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they... Uh, oh, imagine... Never mind Elbow and Plibs. Imagine fucking Wong and Albanese. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. I'd, I'd get behind that. If we could just get the three of them as a sort of triumvirate of, like, fucking the only principled people that seem to be <laughs> in the government. And intelligent. It mm. seems kind of fascinating that the more intelligent our parliamentarians are generally speaking also Mm. the more principled they are yeah weird correlation that yeah like brandis was the most intelligent kind of senior liberal and also Mm. the most principled by a mile disagreed with him about a bunch of stuff (laughs) but he had he had an internally consistent moral system a reasoned philosophy when he said things, you'd be like, oh, this could go either way. Not, <laughs> this is definitely going to be offensive. Yeah, he doesn't get up there and be like, the problem with blacks is, and you're just yeah. immediately like, oh, fuck. All I'm right. not worried about the good blacks. <laughs> They're yeah. a valuable asset. <coughs> oh, to- great. I'm reassured. <laughs> it's just the, uh, what is it? That thing from Chris Rock's. Oh, fucking uh, the the way that people, the way that people have, white people have fucking latched onto that. Yeah. White monsters and just been like, "Uh, There is a distinction in your community. Oh, God. Yeah. Horrific. Uh, Genuinely horrific. But yeah, so unfortunately, that's all I've got is um, that the the factional left leader, Anthony Albanese, Mm. is demanding that the government answer or do more to justify its no vote because all they've said essentially is that they're not happy with the wording of the investigation. Yeah. And that's, I I don't know. Can you think of any reason why that would preclude an investigation? I honestly can't. No, fuck no, because that's not how investigations work. And nobody is ever like, we're investigating the possible murder of this woman. It's like, uh, I have a problem with the wording possible. Uh, (laughs) so let's just not investigate at all. Like, it doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. Has Bilbo said anything? No. Of course not. No, no, of course he hasn't. He'll take another week to come up with some... No, he he, he was doing one of his fucking zingers about yeah. Malcolm Turnbull walking into a drunk at that Brisbane pub thing they did. Mm. Like, oh, well, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be serving alcohol at your uh, political meetings, uh, Malcolm. Uh, the guy yeah. was drunk when they walked in. It was nothing to do with... I'm the first one to pin shit on Turnbull, but this was nothing <laughs> to do with him. He just walked into a pisshead. Yeah. <laughs> Athens in Brisbane. It <laughs> I had uh, the displeasure of seeing Shorten on... Uh, what is it? Charlie Pickering's show, I think. They did an interview was... with him where Briggs interviewed him. I don't know the... what Charlie... Is this a new show Pickering's got? It's the first time I've seen it. It's a kind of pretty mild political oh, yeah. talk show or news talk show it's... kind of deal. It's not terrible, not but like it's not Charlie. great. <laughs> um, but yeah, they had a section with Briggs, who I'm a big fan of, interviewing... Uh, he's a rapper, Darcy. Uh, an Aboriginal rapper. Oh, He's yeah. very good. Works uh, in logistics, then. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly Puts right. that bubble stuff around things. Mm-hmm. Yep, ships, good. ships things. Uh, so he did an interview with Bill Shorten, and to his credit, he tried to uh, 
like, needle him on some issues while maintaining a light TV entertainment kind of thing, but he made a crack about... Well, that's uh, always going to be hard with fucking Bill Shorten, as you guessed. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, he, tr- he tried to make some cracks about Shorten promising to give his land back and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, Shorten is just the, like, most simpering fucking... Like the shit form of Teflon. You know when you say people are <laughs> coated in Teflon? Yeah. It means that insults can't stick. He's just like the shit form of Teflon where he doesn't let anything even catch in his conscience for a fucking second. He irritates me to no end. No, well, there's um, something special about being on the right wing of the Labour Party. Mm. Because it's 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 a... Comp- you've got one foot each in totally opposing positions. Yeah. You're basically trying to walk with your toes facing each other. It'd be a nightmare. Yeah, and you'd look like a dick, <laughs> which explains like so much. Yeah. Um, all right, we should probably... What a fucking thoroughly bleak episode. It took us oh, four, but we finally God, came into so our title. it was so satisfying, though. It's, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to do, I think, next week, less on um, sexual assault and more on substance abuse, I think. I'm yeah, yeah. Treat myself to a tot of heroin or <laughs> Oh my god. Um it's I mean, yeah, most of the time it's like the private prison and the private hospice shit. It's like I'm not surprised by this. It's ghastly, but I'm not surprised, but this yeah, Israel thing is kind of a genuine fucking outrage, which is It is a genuine. It's a it's a it's a crime against humanity, right? It's a government. <laughs> it's a government yeah. just unleashing live ammunition on protesters. And it feels insane that we even have to like frame it in the context of a discussion, however, like, flippant and kind of, uh, you know, podcasty and therefore inauthentic this conversation has been. The fact that we feel the need to frame it in this thing and not just make a joke about Netanyahu being a despot, but have spend fucking 40 minutes justifying our position that killing this many people is wrong is a little, a little bleak, but, you know. But it feeds his, um, it feeds his power. Mm. Because, this is a theme that's going to, while we wrap up, this theme will bubble up repeatedly with our show because of the topics we handle. When politicians pander to fears, they mm. inflame them. They do not allay them. Yeah. The more you pander to irrational fear, the more you stoke that that uh, fire. Yeah, of course. Uh, an old, simple trick, but so effective. Yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to rear its ugly head quite a lot as we <laughs> explore the bleakness of the landscape around us. Yeah. Oh, dear. I don't think this show is going to be good for our mental health gear and by the time we... I have a feeling that as optimistic as I felt last week, I may have overcorrected. Yeah, it was probably just like the uh, uh, initial fever state or something last week. <laughs> just yeah. Like, like just b- yeah, yeah, b- yeah. before the sickness I was kind hallucinating of <laughs> an image of a single leftist politician winning and affecting real change. <laughs> And now, now I'm back in reality as I come off a fucking awful fucking cold flu thing. Well, I'm 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 starting to feel the tickle in the back of the throat. Oh goddamn! I hope I've given it to you. I've got a next week. I've already I already know what I'm going to start off with a light, ridiculous story about uh, a tech startup. So Excellent. We'll, we'll do something different. Excellent. Well, I'm I'm going to do something uh, 180 degrees away from that. Mm-hmm. Don't know, what, don't know what yet, but it's going to be awful. Sweet. All right. Thanks, everybody, gonna, for listening. And sorry, as well. Uh, going to talk about the time I killed my mother. Yep. Sorry, Mum. 
So she listens does. to this. Fuck. Does mistake. she? <laughs> Holy shit. She still hasn't given us a rating, though. <laughs> oh, come on. Please, Mrs. Moran. Moran? Rose. Rose. She didn't keep dad's name after the divorce. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Cool. So I've learned that she listens to it and insulted her less than a minute later, insulted her integrity as a distinct person. I apologize, Rose. Uh, you're a lovely woman. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody else. We'll see you next time. This Good. has been a weakness for bleakness. Sure has. Later. Touching my best of luck next time.